the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black talking financial matters of the heart, how to get to retirement, and much, much more. It's interesting to me how many people put their head in the sand like an ostrich when it comes to money. I know people in my life, I know people near and dear to me who can't possibly think about the difficult decisions of, of how much money do you need for retirement. Social Security is not going to be a lot of money. It'll probably be enough to pay some taxes. And after you do that, you'll have maybe enough for some sort of health care. Maybe. Health care costs rising. I don't know about that. One of the things I say on this show on a regular basis is you need to save $1 million. Teaching you about money, that was a good idea maybe 20, 30 years ago when you were younger. In your 20s and 30s, that's, that's a noble goal, a million dollars. It sounds like a lot. But as inflation continues to eat away, we have to pay more for housing. We have to pay more for automobiles. We have to pay more for medicines. And then we get into situations sometimes where we can't work. So don't, don't let it fool you. When I say it's pretty, you know, noble to aim for a million dollars, million, you probably need 10 to 20 times your income, maybe more, before you call it quits and retire. And a lot of people aren't willing to even hear me say that. Million dollars, there's a, a pretty funny way of looking at a million dollars, if you ever care to. You got to start somewhere. And I know that sounds silly, but... $2,000 is where you really have to start. $500, it's okay. And yeah, there's a lot of apps now that you could download and start investing, set up some emergency funds, set up some growth funds. Uh, not bad stuff. But $2,000, when you start looking at it as how it grows, it's pretty powerful. So $2,000 invested um, at the end of one year, if you get historical 8% returns on the S&P 500. At the end of one year, that's $2,160. So it just made 160 bucks for you. It's not bad. Now, second year, you put in another $2,000. So that brings your total to 4160 By the year end, it's going to be $4,493. It's a growth of $333. So you can kind of see how this is starting to play, right? First year, you made 160 uh, Second year, you made 330 Your money made little baby monies. By year 10, if you're putting in $2,000 a year, you've already made $8,973 in profit, in growth, let me correct that, from the S&P 500 8% returns. So your $20,000, your $2,000 for 10 years, $20,000, has created $8,973 in growth. Not too shabby. And the money starts to add up. So when you go down to year 20, $91,000 invested has turned into $98,846. So that, that 8% return gets you $7,300 plus per year at that point. It's not bad. If 
you wait 30 years, you've invested $226,566 out of your pocket. A lot of it, you're reinvesting the growth from the previous years. Year one, 160. Year two, 330. Year uh, three, 519. Year four, $721. All you had to do was reinvest it. And at this point in time, you're now pulling in $18,000 plus in growth per year. Now, if you wait Another 10 years, and you continue to put just $2,000 in a month, your total seed money will have been $518,113. Your total invested would actually pull out a very impressive $41,000 a year in growth. That's not too shabby. So $2,000 every 10 years is what, $20,000, $40,000 of just new money? Now, keep in mind, you're reinvesting old money. You can start seeing $20,000, dollars $80,000 over 40 years. It sounds pretty doable. And it all depends on, did you start early enough? Did you start when you're 20? Because $2,000 goes a long way. Now, if you could do more money than that, it's going to be impressive. If you could double that $2,000 a year, and again, that comes out to about $166 a month, right? Which, 30 days, you do the math, 5 bucks a day, roughly. You can go to ten bucks a day. That four thousand dollars in the first year kicks off three hundred and twenty instead of one hundred and sixty that the two thousand did. And when you jump down to year ten, you're pulling in fifty three hundred dollars a year in growth instead of twenty six hundred. When you jump down to year thirty, you turn thirty six thousand dollars of growth from your seed money into eighteen thousand versus um, the two thousand. So the two thousand dollars in thirty years creates eighteen thousand dollars of growth. Whereas the $4,000, I know this gets a little complicated, has now pulled in $36,251 per year. So when you jump down to the year 40, you've now had seed money of about a million and $36,000. Now, again, the real seed money is just 4000 times 10, 40000 over 10 years, times 4, 160000 So $160,000 turns into ding, 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 959000 Now you're... The $2,000 over 40 years, and again, that's 2,000 times 10, that's 20, that's 40, that's 60, that's 80. That's turned into 479,000. 479,000 versus, uh, let me get this correctly, 959,000. That's a pretty stunning number. So I want you to think about that. I don't want you to panic. I don't want you to get mad at me. I just want you to start thinking about that because... The difference between $2,000 a year investing in the S&P 500, hopefully in a retirement plan, doesn't have to be. It could be in an account that you just reinvest the money and you don't touch it, so you let the capital gains grow. $2,000 will become almost $500,000. $4,000 will become almost a million. That's a pretty big step. Now, a million dollars to me is about $40,000 a year in income. That's not a lot. If you live in California, New York City, Chicago, you add in Social Security about twenty thousand, so you're pulling in sixty thousand. After taxes, you're about fifty thousand. After healthcare, you're about forty-five thousand, forty thousand. So you see why that million dollars is so important. That million dollars should last you if you keep getting the seven to eight percent returns, and you've pulled three years of safe money out. It should last you till the day you die. And the forty thousand ain't gonna pay my bills. So as I got older, as you had a spouse. As you get disabled, maybe as you have a couple kids, suddenly you're like at maybe $4 million is your retirement goal. Now, one of the most important things about saving and the ability to get there is your ability to cut down things like fees and do an asset allocation correctly, equity diversification. 
You're looking for eight to ten percent returns. You're not looking for forty percent returns. You're not looking for you're you're looking for markets go down ten, twenty, thirty percent on you, and you're buying at a cheaper cost. That's fine. If you get panicked and you, you're like, I'd rather be in cash. This game ain't for you. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, talking about getting your retirement. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. He's 18 years old. That's why I have enough to retire. Now, knock on wood, things can go to heck in a handbasket, but I'm just trying to help. Don't get mad at me. One of the things that's most important is preparing for retirement is to prepare for retirement. You know, a lot of people wait. Research shows 82% of people are capable of saving more for retirement, but only 28% know to do it and what to do. That gap between the ability to save and taking action leaves people shorthanded when it's time to retire. You're going to see every year for the rest of your life, more people who turn 60, 65, 70 retired with less than they thought and with less than to get make ends meet. And as we live longer, you're going to see more poverty. And you're going to hear horrible stories about, you know, the husband who lived till 65 and he dropped over dead. He was planning to work till 70. And his wife, who outlived him by 10, 15 years, living in a trailer. Let's go take the grandkids to see Granny in the trailer park. I have nothing against trailer parks. I think uh, if you live in Menlo Park, there's some... Un- Cupertino, there's some unbelievable trailer parks in the richest uh, neighborhoods in the, in the nation. There's some people who like that kind of living. Not me. I grew up not in a McMansion, but kind of like, even if it's a small yard, kind of like to have a yard. So it's all about the choosing what type of retirement you want. 75% of people age 50 to 64 have an average of about 26000 in retirement counts. That's not enough to retire. That's not going to last you one year in retirement. You're going to burn through that and you're going to go, holy shnikes. Now you're starting to look for roommates. Now you're starting to look for odd jobs. I want you to have 10 to 20 times your income. So maybe if you're making $2,000 to $4,000 a year, that's going to be enough, but probably not. 20 times isn't impossible to reach. There's some actions you can take when saving in an S&P 500 type fund. Again, consult a broker advisor for taking any action because that's probably not good enough. You probably need a little more diversity than that. Let's face it. Sometimes the U.S. is good. Sometimes the U.S. is okay. Sometimes international markets are great. Sometimes they're not the best. So I'm not going to get into the math of, of what these little fixes um, uh, compound to. Because I did that already. And it, it, it'll freak you out. And it doesn't make for good media. But number one, save 15% of your salary. It's almost like there's a series of books called The Books of Blood where it's by Clive Barker and wrote probably like, uh, 30 short stories and uh, to introduce the idea of these horrible stories think Edgar Allan Poe he said okay so a demon comes into this guy's room and he says you have paid you know horrible things to humanity and it's time to get the payback and he, he basically tattoos 30 horrible stories onto his body as a financial guy we all have to have the financial tattoo that says save 15% of your salary it has to be somewhere on your body. Now, increasing your contributions to retirement plan has the largest effect on the money that you get in retirement, period. Additional t- contributions, changes every year, compound aggressively. Contributing 15% of your salary generates you know, an additional probably million and a half dollars, depending on what your salary is. So I've got friends who are young. Some of them are beautiful. Some of them I work with. 
And I go, dude, you got to start because I just showed you how money grows and how little money makes baby money and how that baby money will make baby, baby money. And 40 years into it, you've got that original baby money that you made. It's kicked out 40 heirs. And all you did was start. So starting sooner than later, even if it's 3%, that's fine. Um, but when you get a raise or when minimum wage goes up, anytime you get a bonus, you throw that into a retirement. And suddenly you're saving enough. You're going to get there. You know, I keep going back to that million dollars and I go, $40,000 is enough for me. It would be more than fine if I lived in Guatemala, Ecuador. Tonga. I can find ways to make that money stretch, but you see where I'm going out with this. And I don't want to like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to come up with, you know, Tonga. Come on, man. Tonga's got one of the lowest cost of livings on the planet, but you're in Tonga. So number two, not only do you save 15% of your salary, that's your goal sooner than later, but like any cash rewards I get from credit cards, I throw it right back into my savings. I don't say, well, send me a check and I'm going to go bloat on a large screen TV. Most, one of the things I'm most embarrassed about are, are some of the luxury items I've bought. Things that I wanted that I didn't need, like a bigger TV. Number two to get to, you know, to jumpstart you and start getting you there is asset allocation. It's, it's brutal. Every, even, everyone needs to learn this lesson. A way to increase returns without costing you anything. But a little bit of effort in your 401k, your 403b, your 457, or any sort of savings account is to understand that you have to have a risk-appropriate mix of stocks and bonds. Your stocks need to be domestic and international because sometimes those will get out of whack. I know people that made it a boatload of money in the 90s on tech stocks. And in the early 90s, they made a boatload of money on financials. And a lot of people lost a boatload of money in that transition between financials and tech and in the transition between tech and tech correction. So rebalancing, it stinks, but I do it. I try to do it twice a year. Sometimes on your 401k, your 43b, your 457, there's a button that says auto rebalance. Not a bad thing to hit. Now, you can look at the interest rate environment that we've been in for the last 10 years and call it super low interest rates and say, I'm going to up my stock allocation while it's super low interest rates and lower my bond allocation. But if it goes back up, I'm going to do the exact opposite. And finally, the best tip I can give you here is how to get like how to jumpstart your, your investments. Just reduce fund costs. It used to be pretty common to have mutual funds at 1.5%, 2%. Now you can get funds and index funds, sometimes free, sometimes for as little as 10 to 20 cents on the dollar. That's the way to go about it. More money working for you. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Ten years ago, I was a younger man, and I would go around seeing concerts. One of the concerts I saw in a local, small, glorified bar was Imagine Dragons. And I heard this song and I was like, wow, blown away. So I kind of hung out afterwards because that's a small enough show where they pack up their own equipment and you can say hello and thank you and I really like your music. What I said to Mr. Reynolds was, if I give you $10,000 right now and you become big, can I get backstage passes for every show? (laughs) <laughs> he laughed. No. Flash forward five years later, I'm listening. I'm doing my radio show, and one of my listeners hears me tell that story. And he, uh, um, he's like, did you know they're Mormon? And I'm like, I did not know that. It's just like the Killers are uh, lead singer is Mormon. And I only bring that up not because I want to talk about religion or anything like that, but Mormons are like it's not drinkers and not rockers, and but they they are a culture of music, so maybe they are rockers. I kind of like that story, and I was kind of surprised on a good side, if you may know what I mean. Anyhow, right now what I want to do 
is talk about how to get you that money, invest it to get you to where you need to be as far as the road to retirement. Talking Heads have a song called We're on the Road to Nowhere. And I think about 75% of Americans are on the road to nowhere, where they're going to have way less than they thought, and retirement's going to look way worse. These are your neighbors. These are your friends. These are your family members. The road to retirement's littered with distractions, unfortunately. It's, it's busy. The hurly-burly of life, you know, whether it's you know, a bad love life, a bad boss, a bad marriage. One kid becomes two kids. Two kids become three. Kids are expensive. You know, from zero to 17, they're about $250,000 to raise, if not more. You know, what type of schooling and do you want to put them in soccer programs or not? Just want to take them outside and kick a soccer ball. That's going to be cheaper than put them in a soccer program, right? So I wanted to do a to-do list, keeping you simpler and better. Because there's so many distractions out there and you can lose sight of the ultimate goal here. Basic reminders. A couple goals, because people are goal-oriented. This is not exactly going to be an exact measurement. But in your mid-30s to early 40s, you should have a goal of uh, times, time to play is over. Hopefully you started in your 20s with something silly as $2,000 a year, because that's doable. But in your 30s and 40s, you needed to have one and a half times, maybe two, two and a half times your annual salary by age 35. So let's go with the two times, and let's say you make $50,000 or $100,000. You know, you need to have... If you make $50,000 a year, you need to have $100,000. If you make $100,000 a year, you should have 200000 by age 35. There's your checklist. That's where you should be. That's your road post. I used to be a distance runner until I got my knees a little bit older and my time a little bit shorter. And running 10 miles is no problem. As long as you do it in one or two mile increments, it's no problem. Distance runners make great investors because they see the road map. So in your mid-30s, early 40s, you take advantage of your 401k match. You know there's companies that give you 3 to 6% cash. They, they say, if you make 100000 that's the easiest number to use. And you put in $3,000 in your retirement plan, 3%, they'll give you another 3%, so suddenly you've saved 6%. Yay! That was easy, right? You just got free money. I know you're saying, please don't ever do that yay again. Okay, I won't. But I want to get you to 15%. So then you're really saving 18% with that 3% match, right? Your employer-sponsored retirement plan, a 401k, a 403b, a 457, they all have, are the same idea. 401ks are for for-profit companies. 403bs are for non-profit. But your employer-sponsored retirement plan is the easiest way to do it because you can tell your HR person when you get hired, I'd like to start with 3% of my salary in that 401k, get that 3% match. Or I want to start with 15% and get that 3% match. But if you don't do that free money, you're leaving money on the table. In your early 30s and 40s, you want to boost your contributions, your savings. I do it every way I can. Now there's a new app like Acorns where you can round up your credit card purchases. Let's say you spend a buck fifty on a cup of coffee at McDonald's. It'll round it up to two bucks and invest 50 cents for you. I love that. I love automating savings, and I love finding new ways of doing it. In the first year of Acorns, I basically projected to save an extra $1,500, $1,600 a year. I wish I'd started earlier. So you want to boost your contributions. As your paycheck grows, so should your savings rate. Auto escalation, if you have it on your plan where you want to add 1% a year, that's awesome. And you don't even have to think about it. And I don't think you're going to miss that 1%. I think it's an easy way of saving. I think you want to start looking for other ways to save that are tax-advantaged. So if you max out your 401k... There's years where I max out my 401k. And in hindsight, I wish I would have done more. In hindsight, I, did, I wish I would have said, oh, I'm done for the year. I guess now I can go to Hawaii. Hawaii. No, I don't want to go to Hawaii. But you get the idea. Sometimes if you're making under the right threshold, you can open up a Roth IRA. 
And in retirement, your 401k, you're not paying federal tax. That's awesome. So it grows tax deferred. And later in life, it's coming out of the lower tax bracket. So the money that you're putting in early on is more money than you actually are making, in theory, if you get the idea where I'm going out with that. Because you're basically pulling, pulling that same money out at the lower tax bracket, and it's growing tax-deferred with no capital gains. So if you have the ability to put $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 in a Roth, some people like a CFP might say, 50-50 Roth and regular 401k. I don't care. Just the, If you're, you're putting in above your limits, that's a good start. And then you can get scientific about it. And pull out the beakers. Now, in retirement, some people want to get a big RV. And when you pull $100,000 out for a big RV to travel the world, to see your kids as they're on different coasts and colleges and such, it's really not $100,000 you're pulling out. Because if you're pulling out of your 401k, it's really probably whatever you're going to boost your tax rate. Because your tax rate is based on your income. And in retirement, the money you're pulling out of your 401k is income. Because you didn't pay it to the federal taxes on the way in, you're paying it on the way out. That's that's a big chunk of change. So you may be upping your tax rate from 15% to 25%. So $100,000 for a, a big RV is really $125,000. Uh, unless you figure out a way to squirrel away some money in a Roth IRA. Because you pay the taxes in up front on the Roth IRA or Roth 401k. You already pay the federal, you pay the state, you pay your Social Security, it's all paid. And then in retirement, you can pull out that money tax-free. So big ticket purchases, I'm going to use the Roth in retirement. If, let's say, I become frail and I just kind of want to stay inside and watch uh, Ellen DeGeneres, I like the way she dances, then I, I could just live off my 401k, you know, and eat walnuts or something crazy, right? In your 30s and 40s, early 40s, you should cover six months of expenses. You should have an emergency fund because you might get laid off. Um, I know direct family who got laid off. She got laid off for two years in Southern California. He got laid off numerous times and he basically doesn't have a skill now other than hoping i think hope is wonderful in churches and on football fields i hope the san francisco 49ers have a good year this year i hope when i die that there's life after death but hoping for your retirement to work when you're out of work ain't gonna happen so an emergency fund super important having that automatic savings plan is super important because it will be what's there for you in retirement. Hoping that you're going to catch up in your 40s or 50s or your 60s, it ain't going to happen. And one last tip in your mid-30s and early 40s. Again, you want to have one to two times, one and a half to two times, maybe more saved of your income by 35. But I want you to go growth. I don't want you to be afraid with your money. I see you buying lottery tickets, and that's just plain stupid. When the stock market's returned 8-plus percent a year on average each year for the last 80-plus years, and yeah, there's there's recessions, and yeah, there's down markets. Bear markets, roar, I'm a bear. That means something totally different in different parts of San Francisco. But I digress. So invest for growth. You shouldn't feel skittish about stocks. You can't go, well, it's a roller coaster. You can't say, well, it's a casino. Look at a chart of the S&P 500 for 80 years, and if you tell me that's not the most consistent, most beautiful thing you've ever seen, there's something wrong with you. If you're mid-30s, early 40s, you still have three decades. Look at a three-decade chart of the S&P 500, of the Dow Jones Industrial Average, of the Wilshire 5,000, of the Wilshire 2,000, 3,000, the Russell 2,000. Look at different indexes for 30 years, and you'll go like, woohoo! I should be investing more. Now, in your mid-40s to early 50s, I'm going to talk about this more. But now's the time to really get laser focus. You should at least have three to four times your salary by age 45. Again, if you're making $100,000, what's that mean? You should have three hundred to 400000 saved. You're making $50,000, $150,000, 200000 saved. Talking about your mid-40s 
and early 50s, I'm laying out the roadmap to retirement for you. I'm Rob Black. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So people like roadmaps, people like cheat sheets. I know. I'm talking about getting into that $1 million miracle mark before you retire. In reality, I want to try to get you to $2 million, $3 million, or $4 million. I want to get you to 10 to 20 times your income. So maybe if you're making, I don't know, $100,000, maybe a million will be enough. But I don't think so. I think you need more. So uh, how do you do it? You have a roadmap. You start early. You cut down on mistakes. You cut down on fees. You, you, you believe in the markets. Because otherwise, if everything goes to heck in a handbasket, buying a shotgun is probably going to be a better investment than, say, gold. If we're in heck in a handbasket, you're going to go to ye old retailer and say, ye old retailer, I need a piece of bread. And he's going to say, what well, you got to pay for it? Gold ain't going anywhere. So I have to pound this into you again and again and again and again. You got to save as much money as you can, at least $2,000 a year. Hopefully more. And as you make more money, you save more money. 15% of what you make is perfect. But try to do more. Take your foot off the brake when you have too much. So the road to retirement's tough. In your mid-30s and for early 40s, you want, two to th- four, you want two times your annual salary, I would say. If you can, one and a half if you're on the weak side. Waiting until your mid-40s and early 50s, you're starting to think, you know, hmm, I need three to four times my, my salary because I want to get ahead of the game. In your mid-40s and early 50s, it's probably accumulated some money and you're starting to get focused. So you need to rebalance your portfolio. You don't want too much tech stock. Too much of a good thing could become a bad thing, right? Too much candy makes you uh, sick, makes your belly go hurt. You want to, when you rebalance, you you take care of a bumpy ride. You know, if you were in tech stocks, you loved them in 98, 99, early 2000, but you hated them in mid-2000, 2001, 2002. So if you rebalance on a regular basis, you cut, you, you take some gains off the table. See, with mutual funds or index funds or ETFs, I like to sell some of my winners to diversify my losers. With stocks, I like to sell my losers to diversify my winners or to buy more of my winners. Is a better way of saying that. It's probably a pretty good idea at this point in time for you to go over your investment strategy and start thinking, uh, whenever I have any inefficiencies here. In your mid-50s, you want, when you hit 50, the United States government gives you the ability to like, up your contributions to your 401k by an extra 5,000, 5,500 plus. Every couple of years, it adds a little bit more. So the more you can save now, the better. Because $18,000 or $12,000 or $10,000 when you're younger was a lot of money. But adding another 5000 5500 anything more you can add to it is a good thing. So you're going to reduce you know, your risk, ultimately. Give yourself a reality check. There's some good money trackers out there, but typically the money trackers are trying to say... Uh, Give us your information. We're going to try to sell you what you're doing wrong as a way of getting in the door and getting your business. But that wouldn't scare me off from Googling retirement calculators. But I would would treat a retirement calculator as a grain of salt. Now, typically a Fidelity, a Vanguard, a TD Ameritrade has retirement calculators on their website. You want to make sure that they count for inflation. But they're, they're going to forget things. They're not going to know things. Like, do you have a disabled kid who needs extra support? You know, a retirement calculator goes out the window if, like, your spouse has a stroke. Suddenly you need a lot more money. So... You've probably had a lot of career changes. You've had a lot of job switches. You probably have left a trail of money behind at times. That's a good time to like look back and say, you know, how can I tighten this? How can I get more of my money in one location? So you can call like a Fidelity Vanguard or TD Ameritrade and say, hey, I used to have a 401k at this company. I left it there because, well, let's just say I wanted to travel the world. I wasn't thinking about it. 
and it'll help you transfer it from an old job to where you are now. In your mid-50s, you want to decide what type of retirement you want. You want somewhere between six and ten times your salary by age 55. This is when you start saying, you know what? If I want to retire at 60, I need to prune some of my stocks because it's too much risk. A three-year stock market correction would, would probably bring me under my desired goal. But if you say, hey, I'm 55 and I want to work another 10 years, 15 years, maybe keep a little bit more in stocks. But this is when bonds start becoming a little bit more important. Income in retirement starts becoming a little bit more important. A blueprint for what you want to do in retirement becomes a little bit important. I've seen people quit too soon, not realizing that they don't have health care. Boom, have a heart attack, and suddenly they're bankrupt. I'll probably work till I retire. I probably at a good, healthy retirement age. When I have a plan in place to execute the drawdown of my money, when I have a plan in place to say, okay, I'm going to take Social Security at 62, 65, or 70. The longer you wait, the more you get. At this point in time, if you're 55 and you haven't saved six to ten times your salary, you're probably going to work till the day you die. And you need to like be honest with yourself and call that plan B. So... Keeping the money coming in in retirement is super important if you haven't saved enough. Cutting down on things like giving money to charity, hey, maybe that's what you have to do because you have to think about yourself first. Telling your kids, I can't really pay for your college because I haven't saved enough for retirement. I'm 55 years old and I'm scared. It's not a bad plan B. So that's that's my goal. That's my, my aim for you in this whole thought. Somewhere before you quit, before you stop working, 10 to, 12 to, uh, 10 to 20 times your salary. And again, that, that's going to probably be enough. But I caution you, maybe not in some select circumstances. So you want to have a will or a trust if you live in a state where there's probate on your house when you die. You want to have a plan to give away money intelligently in your latter years, if that's what you want to do. I wouldn't mind being stingy with it until you get to your latter years. Then again, you can't take it with you if you have too much. Talking the road to retirement. Trying to get you there. Trying to keep you focused. Trying to stray away from the potholes. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.